This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to KGXT, Gen X Talks podcast live from Central California. I can't. We're back. Yes, we are. I didn't think we were going to make that drive back from Vegas. I really didn't. That was a tough. We're not young. No, <laughs> we can't do this. You know that was. You know we we had a warning. God gave us a warning before. What was that? We drove out that day um, around town. We ran a bunch of errands. We had like six errands in town. We stopped. We went for lunch at Applebee's over on Ming Street. Then we had one more errand. My doctor's appointment. Just regular stuff. And when we got home, we couldn't do the live stream. We couldn't do the podcast. You were dying. I was dying. My legs hurt. My knees were killing me. God gave us a warning and said, you can't even drive around town running errands. We're old. And then we went ahead and said, okay, but we could do Vegas. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do a 24-hour sprint through Vegas. You know, we did. That's how it felt. It was. It was. We even got the car ready the day before and packed. And all we had to do, oh, didn't we just, we got gas already. All we had to do was get breakfast, right? Yeah. That was it. That was it. And we, we shot across the desert. So it was about four and a half, five hours of driving. We luckily got in an early check-in because we got there. Oh no, you had to pick up cord. We had to stop. We had to go get a cord. Yeah. We had to stop in Vegas for a cord that we needed for that night. Yeah. Because we were, for those of you who don't know, we got invited to go to the Pro Bowl um, a charity event dinner with a lot of NFL football players. Warren Moon and Shannon Sharp were putting the event on. And we were invited as guests. That's right. We didn't have to serve drinks and dump trash this time. <laughs> Although I would have. Yeah, we would have. I would have been fine with that. Yeah. and uh, But the, the last minute, Daniel goes, okay, okay. And Daniel Edwards is the one who puts this on. He's a, he's a big wig producer of these things. And he calls me. He goes, okay, so we're going to have a red carpet downstairs. And as all the players come in, you know, uh, I want you to interview them. And I was like, wait a sec. What do you, what? I brought my gear my, you know, our podcast electronics gear with microphones and a mixing board, all the portable small stuff, but not for a red carpet. It's for a table. You right, know? exactly. <laughs> he, the message says uh, wireless mics. And we went, uh, no. We don't have any wireless mics. <laughs> so, so you stopped. We stopped. We had stopped at Best Buy, got a cord, and then we went over to the hotel. And now, remember, we were guests. Our rooms were supposed to be comped. Yes. And they weren't. Correct. Now... There was, I saw, you know, do you want to know why I paid for the room? Why did you pay for the room? Because I saw the look in your eye. You looked at me after that long drive and you looked at me like, how long do we have to stand here 
until we get the sort. You had that look like you got to be kidding me. Yeah, I did. But, the but li- I remember going there. I was like, I don't know about this. Like I was like, I don't know if we can do this trip. I know it was it was going to be it was going to be tough if everything went perfectly, and then it didn't. Yes. And we stayed at Resorts World, which I'd never been to before. Now listen, we're going to give you some little tips and inside things of Vegas that we learned, especially on this trip. So pay attention if you're going <laughs> to Vegas. Well, we go to Vegas all the time, but this one, we've never been to Resorts World. Well, let me tell you, let me tell them about checking in early, what I found out. Because you kept calling saying, we're almost there. Yes. So the day before I called in to see if we could get an early check-in so we could get in the room, get all cleaned up because I never go to Vegas dressed. I go in sweats and a t-shirt and I don't shower and then I wait till I get there. Then I get all dressed up. I'm not sitting in a car for five hours. (laughs) In your Vegas gear? In my Vegas (laughs) outfit. Yeah. So anyway, so I called the day before. They said, we're sorry. We We can't do that. You'll have to call in the morning because we have to check with housekeeping. Fine. Before we left on Friday morning, I called. They said, well, you can't do that until like about 11 o'clock when everybody starts checking out. Okay, fine. So So now you're calling them while we're on the road. Yes, I'm on the road. And then we get to Vegas and I call while we're sitting at Best Buy going, okay, we're We're in Vegas. We're literally down the street now. Can we check in? No, we can't do that till you're actually physically in the hotel. So note to self for your future (laughs) reference, when you want to early check in, go to the hotel the day you're checking in Get there early, walk up and ask. That's usually when it happens. Well, that's the only way it can happen because like on Pro Bowl weekend when it's busy, they have no idea how fast house cleaning is going to work. They have no idea when you get there if one room's going to be cleaned or 10 are going to be cleaned. And what if there's nine other people ahead of you trying to get an early check-in? They can't tell you till you actually walk in and stand there. Yeah, it's first come, first serve, technically. That's it. So I get that. Now, we've gone to the Red Rock lots of times, and we've called them up and said, hey, we're on our way. And like, oh, yeah, no problem. You can have early check-in. Why? Because they know they've got 30 rooms already cleaned, and they're not filling up their reservations. Right. So, but on a busy weekend, you physically have to be there first. So luckily we got up to the counter and we got an early check-in. So we were like thrilled going, okay, so we're (laughs) going to get upstairs. We're going to get cleaned up. And then we really didn't know exactly where we were going to be. So we were going to go scope out. Well, yeah, but you're missing the whole part about we didn't get the room. Who cares about early check-in if the room wasn't paid for? Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, none of the rest of that story matters. That's right. So we're standing there trying to get an early check-in, and they go, well, you're just going to have to pay for the room. And they wanted a $200, uh, you know, incidental fee, you know, in case we watch porn. (laughs) You know, they want to be able to charge the card. We didn't have time for porn. No. And then I looked at the, the line had grown to like 25, 30 people. Yeah. And I it knew, was Friday of the Pro yeah, Bowl weekend. It was I filling knew, up. I knew that trying to get a hold of Daniel when he's running around, and then he would have to get a hold of the casino guy, and the casino guy would have to make his way down there. I just went, all right, I'll just pay for it. We'll worry about it later. Yeah, exactly. And I did that just because I knew you were already exhausted. So we just paid for everything, and we went up to the room and did exactly what you said. Everybody scurried <laughs> to get showered and dressed and changed so we could go. So guess what happened during that time? Do you think that went smoothly? Oh, 
No. It went pretty smooth. What went wrong with that? All we the to... belt situation. Okay. All right. I still... The belt that I... you went off on, you know, two days prior going, this one doesn't fit. And then okay. we went even you... bigger. You know what? If you would have kept the first belt, we would have never been in this situation. But you can't try a belt on at the at the warehouse, the men's warehouse. No, they had a little black tab in the belt loop where I couldn't put the belt through to try it on. They wouldn't let you. I would have had to break that plastic thing. It's on purpose. Yes, it is. Not the end where you slip it all the yes. way through. Yes. Okay, I'm sure you could have asked them and they would have let you try it on. Well, yeah, but it's there for a reason. Like, dude, you're not going to walk out of here with our belt on. You can't do it unless you break the plastic off of the belt. You cannot physically try the belt on. So I wrapped it around me and it didn't look like it fit. Hey, guess what? Yeah. Is there a, a seamstress on, you know, there? They would have a measuring tape. Well... I really wasn't thinking about a seamstress and a measuring tape. I, all I was thinking about was getting the belt and getting, getting, we were late. We were running around. Oh, believe me, we were way late. So guess what we had to do? So we get up to Vegas and the belt is so big that the part where you put the little holes, where you put the little, the little tab through, we missed it by like five inches. And I put it in the largest hole I could and... The belt stuck out. It was it was clasped, but it was so big it just stuck out on my side like four inches. Oh yeah. I was starting like, to lose my <laughs> shit, you guys. So here we are in the room and we're trying to find a way to poke a hole through a leather belt. Oh, guess what Gen X dad's doing? He's just sitting there and he's going, Gen Z kid, Gen X mom, no, we oh, need no, something to do that. No, we need a screwdriver. We no. need this. And like Gen Z kid and I are looking at each other going, oh yeah, let's just whip out a screwdriver. Well, I didn't have a knife on me. Neither did the kid. One of the rare times neither one of us have a knife. We went through everything in all of our bags and all of our bathroom gear to make a hole in this leather. You even broke nail clippers trying to do it. Yes. So I just took the the actual part of the belt that the little tab that goes through the uh you know the actual tab that goes through the hole and I started just working it with my hand as hard as I could just trying to force the metal through there and just rubbing it back and forth and pushing back and forth. Meanwhile, the kid, he's taking parts of keychains and stuff. He's going around the room to the vents and he's trying to pull out screws <laughs> out of the ceiling. We vent, were trying to MacGyver this thing out of the wall vent. He's trying to find a screw that has a tip on it. Right. Not a machine screw. He's pulling stuff out of the wall. He went to the base of the lamp that was screwed to the wall by the bed and he pulled off the cover trying to find a screw that yeah. had a tip on it. It was Hey, who loosened it up for you so you could poke a hole through it? Who was that? No, I did the whole thing. No way. You, I was using the nail clippers which to weren't cut doing away shit. bullshit. Oh. I was cutting away at the leather of the $50 belt and cussing the fucking whole I, time. It was my strength. Okay, hold on. Now I got to say something. What? No. What? She, no. The whole time at the Hi Gen Z kid here. Welcome to my podcast. <laughs> I'd like to say thank you for listening, and let me tell you my account of the story. Yeah. Gen X mom worked that belt way more than Gen X dad no, did. No, not even thank close. 100%. No. And, and she's the whole ride there, and the day before, she's going, this is a $50 tie I got you, okay? You better not lose this. You better not mess this up. I was like, okay, got it, $50 tie. Whole way there, every single time, $50 tie, $50 tie. He's got a $50 belt that he has to damage to use, and she's like, okay. Right after we fix it. Oh, no, like, well, I was not. We, why can't we talk about the fact that you didn't even wear your $50 yeah, tie? Yeah, I didn't even wear the tie. You got it all put on there, and mom goes, oh, you look better without it. I'm like, okay, well, there's 50 bucks wasted. 
Well, it's not wasted. He can use it. But I'm just saying, I was mutilating the belt yeah. with a pair of nail clippers. Barely. It was my strength. <laughs> it was okay. my massive strength that pushed it through. All right. We'll just leave it at that. But that's bullshit. Oh, where's my bullshit, Bill? What do you... What do you mean, where's your bullshit? I'm right. You can't call bullshit on something that's No the way. Truth. I cut through most of the leather so you oh could poke God. through anyway, it. Anyway, we got it through, and it fit perfect, and the and it, well, I could wear the belt. And those of you had, who saw on the subscriber channels like uh, Patreon, the General's Lunchbox on Facebook, and um, YouTube community, I looked pretty good. Yeah. You were looked sharp. I looked Pretty damn good. You clean up well. I cleaned up pretty well. But guess what we forgot to talk about? The sponsor. Stupid valet. Oh, I thought you can tell me we didn't do the sponsor. Uh, we'll do that at the end. You don't do, a, do you do a sponsor at the end? Is that okay to do? Why not? Because we're like 10 minutes in and loud one is probably pounding the dashboard of his of his semis. He's driving across to Oklahoma going, ah, paid for the sponsorship. Okay, we'll do a commercial break. Wait, in an Australian voice. How do you do an Australian? Y'all paid for my sponsorship. Is that right? Yeah, uh, that's good. <laughs> okay, but let's back. Wait, we have to backtrack a minute okay. because we learned something about the valets on the strip. Yeah, and, and this particular hotel... I, first of all, I'm going to go on record. I hate Resorts World now that we've stayed there. Well, we're like, going to review that. I don't like totally. anything about it, but I we pulled either. up. You're right. We pulled up to the valet and we learned they're like, oh, it's $25 to valet your car. And I'm like, $25. And that's not the tip. That is not the tip. That's, that is to park that is your to car. Park your damn car. Now. So wouldn't that technically not be a valet? That's like paid parking. Yeah, it's paid parking. It's not valet. So they're lying. The, the valet goes on top of that. Yeah, it's and and I, uh, big fat guy, I'm partially in a wheelchair. I can walk a good distance, but I do. And we do have some gear that we don't want to haul. We got eight or nine, ten bags. So we valet. Usually it's you can pay five, ten, eight, twenty. You can bucks. pay whatever you want, usually. Right. And it's no big deal. But, but this not guy, here. No, and nobody came out to help us. So it was every other hotel, like the Red Rock, you pull up, they're Johnny on it. They come running out there. Can I get you cards? Can I get your bags? <laughs> no, do you they need go bell walk hops? over there. Yeah. It's like, do you need bellhop service? Yeah, we can get bellhop service. We'll get that for you, sir. Like at the Red Rock, everything they do is running out and they'll get somebody. If they're not the right guy, they'll get the right guy. Yeah. We stood there in the valet under the under the canopy of this thing for like five minutes. No one came out. Uh, Gen Z kid walked over to where the sign said valet and he walked in the door. He came out and he goes, it's a kiosk. It's a computer kiosk. So I finally walked over to some jabroni who was pushing a cart. I said, where's the valet? He goes, oh, nobody came out there? I go, no. He goes, oh, I can be your valet. <laughs> I said, you're pushing a cart. You're the bellhop. He goes, oh, here we have to do everything. Yeah, I said, everything, what? you guys. You know, yeah, the guy, the guy who can valet your car can be the guy who brings up your, your uh, stuff to your room, your, your, um, your suitcases. He can also be the guy who delivers your breakfast in the morning, too. Yeah, I asked him if I could have a drink right there in the driveway. He goes, yeah, I can go get you one. <laughs> How many val... You, you, you're not... It was just dumb. So we learned that you're, it's on the strip because <clears throat> the guy said all of them are like that. <clears throat> Excuse yes. me. Yes, all the hotels on the strip are now like that. Yes. Note to self, here's your other thing, your other tip. Yeah. So if you're going to stay on the strip, plan to spend every time you either go out for the day and come back with your car and you valet it, it's $25. Or more. Yeah. Yes. And it's in, unless you want to walk to their parking lot, which is really super far. 
Yeah, our older son said it's not even close to no, the hotel. No, not even close. All right, so we forced valeted. We went in. We paid for the room because it wasn't it wasn't uh, prepaid. It wasn't comp like it was supposed to be. We got to the room. Everybody's showering and dressing and trying to get trying to get figured out. Hold on. What I got to talk about that stupid bathroom door. The bathroom oh, door yeah. opens inward into the bathroom. It stops three quarters of the way. Yeah. Which is so stupid. So you're so it doesn't open completely open so you can walk to the sink. No. But I get the reason because some stupid jabroni that made the hotel yep. puts a glass shower door behind it. Yeah. Who does that? If the glass shower door is open all the way, that big wooden door to the bathroom will crush it. So I, you say it opened three quarter. I don't think it opened that far. I, I think know. it went it a little ridiculous. bit over halfway. So the first time you walk in there, the door hits you. Yes. You run into it because you're like, what? How you the door smack do? your head in yeah. here practically. It what they want back. you to do, they want you to open the door, walk into the bathroom one step, step to the side towards the toilet, then close the door. You're, then you can access the rest of the bathroom. Right. Which is stupid. Yes. So they opened, they had the door open toward the shower door if you're walking into the bathroom. So it will slam up against the glass door. So now you can't be in the shower unless that door is completely closed. It's a mess. The whole thing is stupid. It really is. Then I took a shower first, you guys. I go into the shower and it's one of those rain shower heads with the connection of the little nozzle, spray nozzle attached. And I was like, Oh my god. I know. Gosh. It was like the Home Depot special. <sighs> okay. And everything was in fake gold. It was in that, you know, in that, you know, you can tell the difference between a hotel that gold plates their their yeah. their metal. Yeah. This was this was the gold plating you see on the side of the road when some guy's selling <laughs> shower heads out of the back of his his Prius. So I'm trying to wash my hair and the rain thing, no, that's not working to get the soap out of my hair. So then I turn it to the the other nozzle thing and I'm trying to get the soap out. There's like no water pressure. I mean, there's some, but it took a while and I'm like, this is ridiculous. And it was, it was really thin metal. Like I was trying to hook it back on there. It was horrible. It was just absolutely horrible. You know what bothered me a little bit and I guess it shouldn't, but it kind of made, well, as he bothered me, that's a strong word. Open my eyes. Why'd you come out of the bathroom in your bra with our son there? What? It's like a bathing suit. What does it matter? Yeah. I know, but it's like, it's not though. And our kid was like, whoa. And I said, hey, what are you doing? You, you turned around and yelled, said, I'm sure he's seen women in bras before. No, and, I said bathing suits. And you walk back in the room and he's like, yeah, that was weird. Okay, well, get over it. What? Everything was covered. What's the difference of me walking out of that or walking into our pool in the backyard with that same I thing? I don't know. I, I know that your bathing suits are way more revealing than You know that. what? Then get over it. He got over it. It's fine. What if you damaged his childhood? You don't know. You know what? I don't care at this point. I just don't care. I don't so care. So we had the belt incident. We had to fight with the bathroom. Every time two people were in there doing something, you hit the other person trying to open the door because they weren't moved over far enough. And uh, we got the belt done. I looked good. Everybody looked good. And we, we got down to the Pro Bowl event. And it was a disorganized, chaotic mess. But hold on. When you go to the Conrad Hotel, it's like three different towers, okay? That is weird. We were in the Hilton part. Yeah. We had to go to the Conrad Tower. Right. So you go out ours, go into the casino, walk like forever, turn another corner, and then you get to another tower. It was weird. It was like it had three towers 
Like the Mirage in Treasure Island, there are three towers with a central location. These were three towers, it seemed like, that were at each end of the casino. Yes. It was weird. I didn't like that either. Way too far to walk. So we get there. We get upstairs to the 66th floor, which is reserved. And Daniel is downstairs trying to work the red carpet. No one is helping any of the vendors set up their stuff. No one knows who's in charge. We're literally all standing there with no one. And I finally grabbed security and I said, listen, every event like this has a dude who's in charge of relations between the hotel and the event. Who's our guy? And they said, well, who are you? I said, I'm with Daniel. I just, I just pretended I was with him. I said, I'm working with Daniel. So where's the shit? And they said, we don't know. Let me get on the radio. They got on the radio, found out the person's name. I said, all right, where is, it was Kyle. Kyle was his name. They said, well, where's Kyle? I don't know. Well, they got on the radio again. They had to go find Kyle. Now they found Kyle. They brought Kyle up. I said, okay, Kyle, we need six foot tables. We need permission to move stuff around. We need to know where outlets are. We need to know what the, what you guys are setting up for the venue. Because we're there three hours early. And Kyle, admittedly, was very helpful. Yes, he was really nice. He, he was. He did a but good did job. But did you know they also did not close it off to the public yet? Because public was coming up for drinks. They came in and were like, well, where's the bartender? I'm really? like, wait a minute. You guys didn't shut this off for a private party yet? No, they, they were literally yeah. coming up. I saw them. And that's why I told you I was going to step in and go, excuse me, this is a private party. But, you know, I wasn't hired to do that job. No, so. but Daniel came up and had to shoo people away. Yes. Like, you're not supposed to be here. Get out. But he couldn't be in both places. No. So when he came up, I said, look, I just took it upon myself to find out what's going on. And I'm trying to be helpful. And Daniel's like, please continue. So we did. You know, we got we got as much stuff as we could organize for him with Kyle's help. But they they totally screwed him. On, uh, they had a gifting room and a, and a room for us to do recording. There was little tables of people that were going to be doing interviews. It was going to be a separate room separate for room. them to go get their gifts and yeah. then to meet media, which the, would be us. Yeah, the celebrities were supposed to go get their gift, six or $7,000 gift baskets, and then talk to the media with their microphones and go back in the main room, the lounge. They gave his room away to a whale, to a guy who wanted to spend a lot of money you know, a million dollars. He wanted to gamble a million dollars and he wanted to be by himself. So he gave away his room and said, well, we don't give a shit about your event. <laughs> and I said, well, where are we supposed to do the gift baskets? They, the girl said, don't worry. We gave those away too. They gave away the gift yeah, baskets to another to event. Another event. Hey, I think it was called Top World or something. He says, I well, don't we, we gave him to Top World. You don't get them anymore. That's just wrong oh, on a whole God. lot of levels. I and I knew I knew Daniel. If I was working for Daniel Monday morning, the shit was gonna hit the yep, fan. For sure. Anyway, so we didn't he didn't get everything he was promised. He didn't get everything he was paid for. But I will tell you the event with Warren Moon, Shannon Sharp, Andre Reed, uh, Steven Jackson, and some of the other guys went off famously. It was fun. It we was a had really fun. A really good time up there. You know what though? Did I tell you I I couldn't, I, I, they wouldn't give me any free Jack Daniels. The, yeah, the, <laughs> the bar was comp. Yes, it was only, but it was open bar, but yeah. there was like open bar. <laughs> well, but. If, if you bought Shannon Sharp's tequila, that was for free. If I drank Charles Woodson's, uh, uh, bourbon or it whiskey, was, it was free. That was your open bar. <laughs> right. That was the open bar. I was like, well, I want Jack Daniels. She's like, well, it's $35 a drink. I'm like, good God. Yeah. So I just, I paid for the drinks I wanted and then it was good. But hey, our older son was there. Just so you guys know, our yeah, older son that our, was in Vegas was there. He the couldn't video. even get a cup of coffee. No. <laughs> he was crashing. He was in dad zone. 
you know, yeah. has a had worked all day and stuff. And he goes, I just need like a cup of coffee. He couldn't even get a cup of coffee. It nope. was hilarious. So he had to get like an espresso martini. So he wasn't sure if he was going to perk him up, <laughs> then drop him down. I don't know. We were laughing kind of. He's about our it. older millennial son, but he fit in. He really wanted. It. He's the one who walks around teasing uh, Gen Z kid. What are you still doing that online radio stuff? Gen X talks or whatever it is. He almost acts like a, a, a Gen X with that attitude. Like, yeah. yes, this well, social media thing. Like, But he does it just to belittle his brother. Like, oh, you're still doing that playful little... Yeah, little kid little, thing. But then here he is sitting there with like his favorite NFL players of all time. And he's going, holy shit. And I leaned over and said, you better thank your brother and quit making fun of Gen X talks. Yeah. Or you wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for your brother. Well, let's talk about Steven Jackson. So, so they were announcing who was there. Um Warren Moon was announcing the football players that were there at the thing. And um, I was standing next to our millennial son and they announced that Steven Jackson and literally yeah. he was standing two feet from him and didn't even know it. And he's no. like, oh, mom. Now, and to keep this in perspective, Steven Jackson was a powerful running back for the Rams when the Rams weren't very good. He was Marshawn Lynch. Uh, the, the beast mode. He was uh, Steven Jackson was the beast before the beast was invented. It was him. <laughs> you couldn't tackle him. You could not stop this yeah. guy. And our millennial son was his favorite, favorite player. He loved the guy. He had I a jersey. He, I went over and talked to the guy, made friends with him and said, would you mind coming over here and doing an interview? Now stop. While you were doing that, he stepped outside onto the balcony. So he was like, didn't know what was happening. And once you got Who? him to Who go over there, about? our millennial son, oh, okay. he walked out onto the balcony and you had said, he's coming over. So I ran out to the balcony. I go, get in here. And he goes, what? I'm just, you know, I'm just wanted to walk outside and go, you're going to have the opportunity to, to interview Stephen Jackson. Jackson. And he's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I said, yes, you are. You're going to go sit with your brother and you're going to go. At, he goes, I, I don't know if I could do this. I you said, got, yes, you can. You got one of the best pictures of Stephen Jackson laughing his ass off because our millennial son was talking to him, half shaking, half yes. excited. And he goes, you know, my dad used to take away your jersey from me when I was a kid as a punishment. And Steven Jackson looks at me and goes, did. You he he loved your jersey so much that when he was when he was misbehaving, I would take your jersey away and make him wear a Peyton Manning jersey with one stripe on the sleeve. And Steven Jackson started rolling. He I don't think he'd ever heard of his jersey being a punishment yeah, for it was taking hilarious. away. So the interviews went well. There was other players. Um, Brandon Marshall was there from the Broncos uh, Super Bowl 50. Every player that uh, we interviewed was nice. They were, they were wonderful. wonderful. They, they were, were just so wonderful. Like, just they, they sat with Gen Z kid and our millennial son, and they really didn't rush it. Even no. they both said they, they must have sat there for like 20, 25 minutes yeah. just talking to them. They weren't in a hurry. It was great. They did it was a good really, job. Really, really great. The funny part of this, too, is that uh, Gen Z kid is 17. Oh, yeah. Now we got him into this bar, this lounge two hours before it opened. Correct. So by the time they did put security out front, by the time they were checking tickets and strictly letting people in and out, he was already in. Right. So as long as nobody asked him how old he was in there, we were okay. And I told him, don't talk. If a waitress comes over, look like you're busy doing something. And um, if you have to say something, say it in a deep voice and directly. 
So she came over one time. He just kept doing being busy when that when the when the event started. One time I knew he was thirsty. He was dying, and I said, "Yeah, give me a Jack and Coke, and uh, give me a Coke back with ice." And I said, uh, "Wait, hang on. Do you want something? Do you want a Coke too? Make it two Cokes." And he goes, he turns around and goes, "Yeah, I'll have a Coke." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and she just she just walked away. I went. That's your grown-up voice. That's <laughs> he did your, really well. That's, and your, ve- that's your voice of I'm 21 is, yeah, yeah I'll have a Coke. <laughs> he did really well in a very uncomfortable situation when you when he, there was always that thing of you could get kicked out. Yeah. Like it was just sitting Any right second, there. Then he had to go back to the hotel room for four hours and just sit in the hotel room. But, but he did very well. And he made it. He did all the interviews. Plus, there was another caveat. Uh, Daniel, remember he put the whole event together and he rented some audio equipment Oh yes. before the event. They dropped off the audio equipment and then no one showed up to hook it up. So he went to the hotel and they said, well, you're supposed to bring your own audio people, but we have a guy for $2,000. He'll set you up. <laughs> and Daniel goes, I am not paying $2,000 because you have to use our people. You have to use our people. So he called up the people he rented the equipment from and said, do I have to use the hotel people? They want to charge two grand. And they're like, no, we'll send somebody over, but it'll be a couple hours. He goes, I don't have a couple hours. They said, you can hire anybody you want. You can do whatever you want. It's our equipment. You do not have to use Resorts World. So uh, he told Resorts World to go pound sand. He comes (laughs) over to us and he looks at me and Daniel goes, hey, can the kid go hook up the audio? And I said, yeah, you can try. So he kid goes over there. It was wireless stuff, which we don't have. So he's playing with all the stuff with the audio guys who are supposed to be running it with the DJs. He finally, I walked over and said, dude, are you stuck? He goes, I can't figure out which channel, which mic. He takes the microphone apart. Inside the microphone is engraved a number that corresponds to um, the keyboard, nice. the, the, the the board. So he goes, oh, now I know which microphone goes to which one. He sets it up and it's working, but now they're trying to play music and the music won't go through. There's a special cord to go from the mixing board to the, to the soundboard. And they didn't have it there. Of course they didn't. And he called the audio company and said, hey, we're missing this cord. We can't, we can't play the music for the whole event tonight. And they said, well, we're sorry. The cord should have been there. And Gen Z kid goes, I brought one in my bag. Because remember, we brought our audio equipment for interviews. We did. He goes, I think I've got one. And they're like, no, dude. He goes, yeah, (laughs) I I think I might. So he runs over. He jumps under the table, tears all the gear apart that we had in the suitcase. He had it. So he put it over there, hooked it up. It worked the whole night. In fact, when we left... He told Daniel and the crew said, "Just keep if, because if we leave with our cord, there's no music yeah, for the rest of the event." We left a little early. We were leaving. It was really warm in there too. Yeah. That was the other thing. We were just kind of done. So he, right. uh, but he, it wasn't real early. He so. let him have the cord. Yeah, and it worked, and the whole thing lasted the night. So it worked out. And really Daniel well. didn't know about it till the next day. No, he didn't know about the cord. No. Not till you. We talked to him the next day that we had used our cord and had left it. Well, he knew that we used our cord to save the day. He didn't know that we left it correct. with them to continue on. That is yeah. correct. That so it happen. worked out really good. Uh, it worked out fun. So let's talk food. So at this event, it wasn't dinner. It was appetizers. Now, I told you that Resorts World changed hands several times while it was being built. Everybody, Every company kept running out of money. Right. The one, the one company that I remember changing it into when they first finished it it was literally 100% a Chinese Golden Dragon hotel and casino. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Uh-huh. Now, I don't know how it became Resort World, 
but you could still see remnants of the golden dragon stuff and yes. Chinese all over. Yes. That's what made the food so awful. Well, according to you, I mean, it Horrible. wasn't bad. It was, it was just, let's just say we hadn't eaten since that morning for breakfast. We right. didn't stop for lunch because we were trying to get to Vegas. To early check-in. Then we got here for, and then we realized, oh crap, we don't have time to eat. So now we're, it's what? Nine o'clock, and we still haven't eaten. So here we're having appetizers. Well, they brought they out were a, okay. They brought out a bunch of them. Sure, it was very. Everyone's like, "What is it called? That wagyu 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 meat? Yeah, like, you're gonna love these Slider. little sliders." And I'm like, "These are shitty." When I tasted one, I want. I'm not lying. I know you think I'm making this up. Have you ever had a Bob's Big Boy hamburger? Of course I am. And the every every restaurant has their secret sauce. Theirs was like Thousand Island dressing. Yeah, they just squirted Thousand Island on. The, that's what this was. This was a Bob's Big Boy slider with Thousand Island dressing smeared all over the meat. That's all this thing was. And by the way, there there is no like delicate way to eat that thing. Nope. It was kind of like on a roll and it was like not Crumbling really good. There was a really cute thing of like a Chinese takeout box that had some noodles. I don't think the boys had that, but nope. it had noodles. It was very, very good with a very, very tiny fork. There was this... Um, uh, like chicken, boneless chicken. You got one chicken on one, a thing. It was about the size of a... And I think the s- boys all went, can we have a bowlful? Yeah, it was the size <laughs> of a silver dollar. Yeah, it was You don't big. order, you don't go to a Buffalo Wild Wings type of place and go, I'd like your boneless chicken wings. How many? One. <laughs> no one orders one, but that's how they served them. The other thing was they had like little mini tacos. Okay, so think of a mini taco. I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. I picked it up and the boys were like, oh, are those tacos? I said, well, hang on a second. I bite into it. I believe it was a mahi-mahi taco It was, Ew. or it was tuna. Ew. I'm not exactly sure. And I was like, yeah, no, you guys aren't going to go So Daniel comes by and he goes, hey, did you make sure you got enough to drink? And I go, I'm not drinking this stuff that Charles Woodson made. I'm drinking Jack Daniels. He goes, that's not on the list. I go, I'll pay for it myself. He goes, did you get enough to eat? I go, there's nothing to eat. He goes, yeah, look, they put it all out of the table. I go, dude. It's all covered in rabbit food. It tastes like <laughs> Thailand. You know, I'm not eating that. And Daniel goes, I'm paying for all this. Go eat something. <laughs> I said, dude, you should have just ordered a pizza. <laughs> so we were. It was, it was decent. I tried all the appetizers. They were all decent. They were all good, but it wasn't for my guys. My guys no. are meat and potatoes, no, but that your, was fine. Your oldest son, your youngest son, and your husband were staring across the room angry <laughs> we were all hangry so things they were doing a silent auction and auctioning off a bunch of stuff and yeah. there was a lot of cool things that were going on and then it was reaching like 10 10 30 or something and and we had driven all day and we were getting tired so we were going to call it a night and so we packed up and we were heading out and so we had to you know take everything over to the other tower yeah. remember we got to walk we had to strip down all of our equipment and our gear pack it all up and then leave so then we all head over to our room and we go up there and I'm just walking around trying to find the stupid room. Uh, I kept telling you there <laughs> room was room service. service. I go, there is no way a hotel of this magnitude does not have room service. And you went and looked on the telephone. There was no button for room no, service. No, I'm looking for a menu, a room service menu. I'm like, we are so hungry. It's now 11 o'clock at night. And here's what I didn't get. I'm, I'm, I'm starving. Yes. I'm going to order a feast through room service. There's no room service button. You even called the front desk and no one's like, no room service. So let me tell you what our millennial son did. Yeah. He's he, like, mom, mom. You're old. <laughs> I, you're old. There, There is a menu. I said, no, there's not. Look, here's all the stuff that's in there. I looked through all the things and he goes, mom, there's a QR code. Well, he pulled up a flyer 
And I go, that's just a list of things to do. It yeah, it was the, the latest thing. Yeah. Tells you where the gymnasium is. He goes, this is food right here. And you looked at it and go, that's not food. That's not a menu. He goes, it's a QR code. And you're like, what? he goes, mom, get with the times. <laughs> I was like, you little shit. So we scan it. He goes, oh, don't worry. I'll scan it and I'll send it to you. How pathetic wow. is that? Yeah. I do have a QR code scanner on my phone, but no. He does it for me, so he sends it. So then I'm looking through, and it's now, you know, after 11, and I'm thinking, man, what are we going to eat? So Gen Z kid goes with his older brother because his older brother lives in Vegas. They leave. They leave. Done. So now we're in our room, and we're hungry. We're starving. So there's not a whole lot open in this hotel. And when I pulled up the app, it's connected to DoorDash. They have, have their own DoorDash. DoorDash in the hotel. They don't even, they just have a bunch of kids sitting on a bench downstairs waiting like, like runners running numbers for the mafia. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't. Yeah. No, it was DoorDash in the hotel and you had to pay DoorDash. And DoorDash prices. Yeah. And and what was the other one? Oh, you went down to get me a five-hour energy because I was crashing earlier during the event. Oh, yeah. And they wouldn't let you pay with cash. No, and you can't pay cash in that hotel. Another any, hint. Anywhere in the hotel, it was charge it to your room or credit, credit card. card. There no was cash. No cash. I'm a cash guy. Yeah. I tip with cash. I pay with cash. I don't I don't go for that fixed gratuity bullshit. I I pay, I will tip heavily. What is our motto growing up? I don't believe in tipping. I believe in over tipping. That's what I'm trying to say. So needless to say, nobody got tipped. So <laughs> um DoorDash, I figure it out and I go, okay, well, I'll get him a burger. And then I'm looking at something and it's very limited. And I went, yeah. Oh, quesadilla sounds good. Yeah, I'll get a quesadilla. And so I order all this stuff and they said, okay, it'll be about 20 minutes. <laughs> then it turned out to be 40 minutes. But they, they were nice. They kept texting you going, 10 more minutes, 10 more minutes. I'm like, how hard is it to make a burger and a quesadilla? And have some pimple face geek run it upstairs. He doesn't have to go across town. It's not really DoorDash. No. It's, it's just grab it from down below and ride an elevator. So yeah, he hands me two bags. But Wait, the, hold on. Two bags. Yeah. Room service. I'm used to them wheeling in the cart, <laughs> setting up the table, yeah. you know, uncovering the silver things. I want room service. No, I was handed two bags like you do at your house for yep. DoorDash. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yep. And you were out. And that's how done. it went. That was our dinner. So hey, the burger was pretty good though. And the quesadilla was good too. So now we're at midnight. <laughs> And yeah. we've been going all day. So we crashed out the next morning. I woke up at like 6.30 and she was actually snoring in the bed. And I'm like, okay, she's doing so well sleeping. If I, if I go anywhere and do anything and I wake her up, it's going to ruin everything. So I sat in a chair for over two hours, hardly breathing so I wouldn't wake princess hair up until she woke up. Then I could move around the room and do stuff. Well, I appreciate that. You're welcome. I slept really good. <clears throat> so then we get all of our stuff together and we go to leave. You call for the bellhop to come up and you're waiting and you're waiting and the bellhop doesn't come up. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's and right. then the Shannon Sharp and the people from that night tried to deliver us a gift to our room. <clears throat> and finally someone knocks on the door and we're like, Where no, the no, hell no, 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 no. I got a phone call. Oh, that's right. You got a <laughs> that phone ring. And I answered, I go, hello. And they, huh? <laughs> Dumbass. they were like, um, hello, we, we, the bellman is on the outside of your room. And I went, what? And right about then he knocks on the door, like they paged him and said, they're inside. Go ahead. I had left the privacy 
tag on the outside of the door. So they didn't knock for the gift and they didn't, they didn't knock for the no, bellhop. They, they, we keep, people keep sending stuff to our room and you keep not accepting it because the, no one's knocking because you put the thing on yeah, there. Yeah, so we got a nice little gift from Shannon Sharp, a little thank you for attending the event. And it was really cool. It's a, they call I it a candy bento box. I do. I could give a shit about the candy, but I was impressed that it was a handwritten note in real ink. Yeah, that was very, very that nice. That was very nice. Yeah. So then the bellhop comes in and grabs all our gear and everything. It was hilarious. Just I, Well, when we got down like, we got down to pick up our car and put our stuff in there and the valet goes, That'll be twenty five dollars. And I go, Bullshit. I paid the twenty five dollars when I got here. I gave them twenty five dollars I gave him a hundred dollar bill that's and right. he gave me seventy five back. And they're like well, the valet kid didn't turn it in. I said, I don't give a shit. I'm not paying another $25 for the same thing. I go, I'm not doing it. Right. Then we got the car and you noticed there was like yellow. It was weird. I didn't know what it was. It wasn't paint. And, and it, it wasn't, wasn't bird, bird shit. shit. No, it was, <laughs> it was like something leaked in a straight line all down one window. It was weird. And it was such a weird the thing. valet was like, oh, because like he knew. He goes, well, where we park these, there's construction going on above it. And sometimes cars get, he goes, let me try to wipe this off for you. Luckily, it was on the window. It was on the window. And not on the right. paint. Yeah. And he got it off. But I mean, what a what a stupid thing. The whole, whole hotel is, is charge your room or credit card only. No cash for anything. There's no room service, but they got DoorDash. Yeah. Note to self. That's our review of this hotel. And the, and the <laughs> hotel was like, a, the inside of the hotel was like a Motel 6. It wasn't anything fancy at all. The kind of place where they screw the paintings to the wall so you don't steal them. And the bathroom was set up horribly and the fake gold, emul, emul, emulated gold on everything. I would say simulated, but it wasn't even simulated. It was like a, a fake projection of gold was horrible. And here they are presenting there this this magnificent, beautiful, upscale casino and they're not and it's on the strip and it's on the strip <laughs> but I, you know what you found out today today's the day after yeah what's that what did you miss because we went we left the party and well, you didn't go to the after party i was invited you were invited i was invited to the cigars and brandy downstairs in the basement with all the guys and i was just wiped out i didn't want to go and then we got pictures of it and not only were all the nfl players that i was with there but also Joe Burrow was there. Um, Ray Lewis was there. <laughs> there was, I mean, there was like 15 big boys and from right, and I missed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, Do you miss that? Um, I miss it. The fact that I would have got to, I would have been interested to see how many of them knew what Gen X Talks was. Because celebrities go on TikTok just like we do. Right. And like when I went to Shannon Sharp and I said, hey, I said, uh, and he didn't come over for the interview, but I said, hey, you know, my kid does Gen X talks. You know, you ever wonder what a Gen X thing is? And he's like, oh, man, I love you guys. I know your stuff. Yeah, yeah. He knew, <laughs> he knew right away what Gen X It was X very cool. Was. Now, Warren Moon had no idea who we were. Yeah. Just so you know, we were in a room with three Hall of Famers, not one Hall of Famer, three. It was Warren Moon, Shannon Sharp, and Andre Reed. Yes, and that's and, pretty cool. Well, but there were some other people in there who are going to be in the Hall of Fame. But I'm too. just saying, yeah. they had their gold jackets. Yeah, they had the gold jackets. That was on. an event in itself to be in the same room as three there Hall of Famers. There were so many players in there, I didn't even get... I, I left. I went around and shook hands with all of them Yeah. and introduced, and I was sending people back to you guys to do interviews. I didn't get to everybody. There was just no way. I, couldn't, yeah. I could not get to everybody. So it was a crazy 24... 
hours. Well, then we drove back. We got up the next morning and drove back, and uh, or thirty six hours. And I don't it know. was uh, it was you know five hours back, and then you made me stop for those stupid rocks and turn around and go back. Thank you very much. What a, <laughs> what a pain in the ass you are. No, that was kind of fun. It we saw bullshit. him going into like how many times have we seen it? A lot. We're gonna see it again. I was on my way home. I was tired. I was aching. I know, you but Gen Z kid and I wanted to go see him. You guys get to sleep in the car. I have to drive. And then you guys get to where we're going. Every time you're like, oh, this was so hard on us. I was well, you in know the car. what? You were sleeping. You know what? If you learned to fly, we wouldn't have this problem. There is no reason why you can't, at the very least, sit up and be a co-pilot with I me. did this time home. The, on the way home, you did a little bit, yeah. But even I then, did. you still went back. You got to Kramer Junction and you went to sleep. Yeah, and then Gen Z kid yapped his yap, yapped your brain out and stuff. So that's I'm just fine. pointing out that I never am the person who gets to take a nap in the car ever. Learn to fly, babe. Learn to fly. I think it's bullshit. No, there's no bullshit. So we there. did it. The, the whole point of the story is Daniel Edwards is the man. He is a freaking genius. He's the one who invited us to the Dodgers Lakers uh, bowling tournament last year. We now we did this Pro Bowl one, and we're set up to do a big event with the Dodgers. The current Dodgers. This year, um, either in late May or early June, it should be a lot of fun. And um, the turnaround trip, <laughs> we're too old for this. We cannot do this. Uh, we need to drive to Vegas and we need to be there three days Yeah, I, to we recover. We are not young to do that anymore. No, it's really hard. So that was it. Those of you who have been waiting and wanting to know, I know this wasn't a usual podcast where we bet you about our kids and life and everything, but at least you got to see a quick review of Resorts World, which I give it one star, only because you can't, you can't, Legally give it zero, but I give it one. There's much better places to stay. And that uh, that we were very pleased and blessed to be included um, with celebrities. We were way above our pay grade, but it was a lot of fun, and we did clean up nice. And Well, you always look like you fit in. Oh, you, thank you. You have clothes and style and grace, and you fit in anywhere. I was very comfortable. It was just fun people watching and just meeting these people players, and it was a lot of fun. I was amazed at how many really old men were walking around with their daughters. <laughs> <laughs> That's who those were. They were their daughters, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. That's okay. Uh, okay. I wanted to go up to him and go, you know, you're... You're you're not the one that they take home to mom, okay? But whatever. Well, so what? It's not why they're there. They know they're not going to get married to the old guy. Yeah. They <laughs> think they're going to get married oh, to the old guy. Oh, they do not. They know what the score is. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we've gone through the whole thing. Now are you going to say the 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 promotional thing for a loud one? And no, you're going to do it because you, you have the, the audio voice. I do not. You have the radio voice. I'm trying to think of the thing again because I mess it up every time. Oh, my god! I know his company is a trucking company called Loud Trouble LLC. I got that. There you go. But I missed the part about what I'm supposed to say about the moving part. Just let it roll off. Just go. Today's broadcast has been brought to you through KGXT Radio and brought to you by Loud Trouble LLC. Moving and trucking coast to coast. Don't ask them to bring grandma's China touch out because they're not going to do it. See, I almost said it right. I said China shush instead of China Don't hush. call them. They'll, they'll call, call you. you. <laughs> That's how that goes. Uh, well, Loud One and Loud Travel have been a friend of the program for a long time, so they do a good job. We're very mm-hmm. thankful for them uh, throwing some bucks our way to be part of this. But um, Yeah, how do we do on the podcast? Are we good? Uh, we're at 45 minutes. No that, way. Yeah, it went by quick. Wow. I am so Crazy. hungry. I just can't have pizza. It, did, I, it about killed me. I had those slices and I'm dying. Well, I'll make you a sandwich. Would you please? And take. You've only got a couple jobs left in this marriage. 
That's one of them is food. I'm still, there's no contract that was signed. I can walk at any time. Okay, well, we're we're on a de facto, con- okay, everyone who doesn't know this, every April is our anniversary, and we don't call it an anniversary of our wedding. We call it contract renewal time. This year, she refused to participate in the contract renewal talks, so technically we've had a de facto relying on last year's contract as we move forward. No, it expires. You always say it expires on then, our anniversary, so I am working up. without a contract right now, then so technically lo- I could walk. I'm a free agent. Anybody else have a better <laughs> offer? Oh, I'll you're taking, look at it. taking out applications and resumes That's to right. see what guys are out there? Gen X mom at genxtalks.com. <laughs> Just get in the kitchen and make me a sandwich. <laughs> Is that under my contract? I, I think not. Okay, look, I could walk too. Cash up front. You see me? You take a look at this right here. Do you want this in the hands of another woman? I don't think so. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, let me think about that one. Just get the kitchen and make my goddamn sandwich. Cash up front for the sandwich. It's, it's, okay. I don't take credit card. <laughs> I don't have a QR code. First of all, look around you. Everything. It's beautiful, isn't yes. it? And the electricity that's flowing through the walls. It's amazing. And the food in the pantry. I provided for you. You don't even have a job. Why do I have to, why are you charging me? For what? How does Gen X Talks actually function around here? Okay, don't get into the behind-the-scenes nuts and bolts stuff. You're going to drive me nutty with that. You are. Because you know the truth. Well, you got your version, and I got the truth. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) All right, goodbye, everyone. Thanks for listening again. We really appreciate it. And Gen X Mom is gone. Listen, we do. We're giving you guys a hard time. We do really appreciate everyone who's listening. I'm not sure where on this little planet you're listening from, but we really appreciate every one of you. Without you guys, Gen X Talks would be nothing. Please don't forget that. So, whether you're listening on AM, FM, Sirius XM, or around the world on the Armed Service Radio Network, I promise you one thing from Gen X Talks. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. <laughs>